Well, welcome back to uh, Double Take. This is Kirk Weber with Kevin Weber. We're um, right on the edge of the next World Series game, which is Game 7. We have uh, another Game 7. Uh, we set some history last night. It's the first time in a postseason series, whether it's Major League Baseball or the NBA or, or the NHL, in which the road team has won the first six games. Um, and, of course, if the Nats win Game 7, they'll set some other sort of thing. We also get a Game 7 tonight where we have two former Cy Young Award winners, you know, with Scherzer and Grinke facing each other. Um, and it'll be interesting, too. I think I saw something where Scherzer will be the first pitcher since, like, Joe McGrain in 1987 to pitch Game 1 and 7 in a World Series. Mm. Um, with, you know, those being his only two appearances in the series. So, interesting stuff. The game, again, it was similar to some other ones where it... Um, was close till the end, and then there was kind of a pull away. But the big thing is the controversial call uh, in the seventh inning that really shouldn't have been controversial. And I know you have hard, heavy feelings about this as a guy that's done a lot of umpiring, and you have a new podcast, too, that we should plug, uh, The Hammer, that uh, is about umpiring and going to be a pretty cool podcast that people should check out. But what are your thoughts, or how did that kind of work out for you as far as uh, that? Well, you know, when I went to bed last night, I couldn't sleep because I couldn't believe that the baseball community in general has been so ignorant about yeah, this rule. I know. It really bothered me. Sam Holbrook 100% nailed the call. It was a no-brain call. Anybody that's an umpire, like high school up, high school collegially obviously pro if you don't make that call you don't deserve to be on the field that's how easy that call is and the rule is very simple all right the last 45 feet that's why the line's there i think some people don't recognize that the 45 foot line is there right you have to run with both feet inside the three foot lines you could have a you know in the in the line counts as being inside so you could have one foot like right on the line okay um, and he never ran one foot of it in, mm. inside the lines. Easy call. It affected the throw. It was the correct call. People say, well, why doesn't it get called? Well, because a lot of times they'll throw it a little bit better throw, and it'll be more on the inside, and the guy's out. But the throw was good enough. It was a true throw. Now, if he throws it over his head, then that's on him, all right, and the player. And it's not just the catcher. I have people like, hey, I had umpires um, asking me things, like, you know, texting me and asking me about it. I'm like, it's, it's a third baseman. The, the pitcher, the first baseman, or the catcher, in front of the plate, you know, those those plays, there's like an imaginary box on that grass area in fair territory right in front of the plate that if he's coming up the runner's, you know, back, that you've got to be able to get out of the way. Some people say, well, why don't you put in the orange base like they do in Little League? Well, one, these are grown men, so I think you should be able to run in a straight line within a three-foot uh, couple yeah. of lines there, okay? Um, and even so, even if there was other base, you still can't be on the infield grass and fair territory because probably 100-plus years ago, people zigzagged back and forth and got in the way of the throw. Let's say he was like uh, two feet over farther left. If you think this okay, you think it's a dumb rule and they shouldn't even have that. Well, he would have been in a direct line with it. It would have been ridiculous. So the rule is good. It should not be changed. And it was 100% the correct call. Joe Torrey butchered it or butchered it up after the game talking about it joe buck looked like a complete idiot and dave martinez probably had the worst most ridiculous ejection in major league baseball history particularly in the world series because he doesn't know the rule 
He's right. an idiot. For well, and I and ejected. I I don't think we should let Smoltz off either. He's like, yeah. look at he ran in a straight line. So what? It's not about running in a straight line, you know. I mean, I love Smoltzy, but dude, he ran in a straight line in the on the left side of the line. Like that yeah. you could see it on every angle that they had. And the reason why you don't see it called a lot is because these are professionals who bail each other out. If they would have gotten the out, then we probably don't see anything. And it's where the balls hit. It's that zone most of the time down that third baseline where a pitcher or a third baseman or maybe a catcher are picking it up. And many times when you if you play baseball, you know that when there's a throw down that first baseline, they'll be inside or outside and they'll yell it. And many times there'll be like a, lo- a large guy at first that can stretch out and they get the ball. But it doesn't mean you can run in there. They don't have that extra line there for decoration. It's there for a purpose. And I would say that if you ask umpires to draw some sort of field or something, they would probably put that line there. But there's a lot of people that would draw a baseball diamond and they would forget that line, even though that should be a part of every diamond that you have. And even when they have like turf, they'll, they'll paint it on. Mm-hmm. I look for it when I walk out on the baseball field. It's one of the most important lines, second to maybe the batter's boxes. Actually, in some ways, more important. I mean, if it's not there, if I'm working like a lower level game and they didn't put it on there, I'll go out 45 feet and like move, get some kind of signal so I know where it is with my 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 foot and drag it there, you know, so I know right. where it is. Because I mean, okay, if routine ground ball is the third, second, shortstop. This is not the the issue, okay? Or if, mm-hmm. even if it's pulling the guy off the base, it's like any play that's basically in front of the mound, okay? Um, from imaginary lines going left or right to the foul line. Right. Any play within there, this is where you have this come into play. And it's a good rule. I mean, that's why it's there. All baseball rules basically have something to do with fair play. And obviously there is some, you know, and baseball baseball in general is a sport in which people try to cheat the rules the best they can. That's kind of the name yep. of the game. And people did that, and that's why they have the rule. And it right. Be if, you want, if you want to run outside the baseline when you hit a ball to the outfield, you go right ahead. If you want to take a wide turn and run on the outfield grass when you're hitting second base— you go ahead. Go ahead and do that. It's stupid. It's going to take you longer, but you can do that. But if it has to do with um, impeding somebody's ability to make a play, then we have a problem. You know. So yeah, that was the right call. I know it's frustrating for for you as a guy that's you know as an umpire. Um, I watched the play and then I was like, "Why are they really reviewing this?" And then they were just going over, I guess, the rules. But that made it look kind of dumb. It took forever. They were standing there. I do think it actually kind of worked out to the Nationals' favor because people like basically they brought they just had brought in a reliever and he's not ready to go. You know, by the time he's waiting around for them to you know talk on people on the headsets, gave Rendon uh, time to kind of focus in. And uh, especially when you bring in new relievers for him to kind of know how he wants to game plan it when he's up there. And he had a two run homer anyway, and it worked out fine, you know, so and they won the game and it was over with by the time we got to the seventh inning. The fact that Martinez is out there, you know, um, getting all mad and, and especially apparently he has bad heart and stuff doing that. That was just not it was not a good move. But from a baseball perspective, and I know you take it more personally as an umpire. I like that there's a little excitement. I'll give you that, you know. Yes. Yeah, um, well, I, I can I can see that. And Martinez protested the game too. He should be fined for protesting that. He should be fined for being an idiot and not knowing the rules. And so should Joe Buck. Oh my goodness. You right. know. Look, I I I like Joe Buck a lot more because I listened to his audiobook which I thought was great. 
and you know people love to rip on Joe Buck and he's fine whatever I he doesn't bother me that much but yeah he didn't really they they had plenty of time especially with commercial breaks to figure it out and you got people all over Twitter and other social media and everything who have no idea what that is and they're messing that up but we'll we'll move past it maybe we'll have more talk about that when you get you know to your um your podcast on umpiring the hammer um but let's just talk a little bit so we don't go too long on the game tonight you know there's a lot of things yes um i'm concerned about max scherzer i mean you know how's that back doing i know he was up and throwing yesterday um Mm -hmm. got a quarter zone shot yeah Mm -hmm. and and but how long can he go um, how effective is he going to be? Is he going to, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, that's um, that's very questionable. I mean, if he's, you know, regular Max Scherzer, then obviously it's a ball game. But if, if he is off and he can only go three innings or something and then you get into that, that Nationals bullpen, mm-hmm. then there's going to be a problem. Right. Um, so I think Grinky's going to be solid. I mean, he, you know, but right. he was a little wild, though. But I think he he'll was. be okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a question, you know, whose pitcher is going to come out and uh, be effective. That's I, I really think for a Grinky, it's either it'll be a good Grinky or a great Grinky. You know, like I don't think he's going to be horrible, but if he comes and does like you know just really puts you know, spins a gem, well then that's that's going to work out for Houston. But it you know it's really up in the air. It's hard. The other thing is with Grinky, if he gets in trouble, look, we're going to see Garrett Cole. I, I have oh, yeah. a feeling yeah, that, he, that it, it's advantage. not about will we see him, it's when we will see him. Um, yes. So at some point, he's probably going to be pitching. So I know he threw probably 110 pitches in Game 5, but I don't think that's going to stop him. I mean, you look at the last couple of years, you had different guys pitching Game 7s. We've had a lot of Game 7s. You know, this is the most since the 1970s for Game 7s this decade. But, you know, you had Kershaw throwing in a Game 7, like, um, what, two years ago. You had Lester in 2016, and Bumgarner did his five shutout innings in 2014. Um, So, you know, you always get those guys that kind of become heroes by doing that. Um, And I don't know. I mean, who do you think's on the... um, uh, you know the possibilities as a MVP. I mean, I well, the guys I said originally before mm-hmm. game one. I mean, Soto is right there, and George Springer's having a great series. Those mm-hmm. are the two guys I said. So right, um, yeah. I I'll think that um, on the back, yeah, yeah. Well, I also <laughs> think that you can. A lot of people really were pretty impressed with the performance of Strasburg uh, yesterday. He had a good mm-hmm. one, and he's in the mix for that talk if they were to win. Um, and I, I mentioned Altuve, but Altuve is um, starting to turn it on, you know. And yes, so yes. Um, if he does something big in this particular game, then he might also be able to still pull it out. But, yeah, I think you're looking at Altuve, Bregman, um, Soto, um, Adam Strasburg. Eaton. Adam Eaton's yeah. had a Eaton has been playing. He's played great. He's one of those guys that all – um, pro- you know, he'll he's getting towards the end of his career, but it's this is a great moment for him. You know, he reminds me of like Dan Glavin for the Twins back in the eighties. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Gladden, so Gladden who was. who are you going to take? Let's kind of wrap it up, I guess. And like, who do you think? What, I mean, you know, I mean, it's this kind of gut feeling, but you know, I mean, I, I know that you're probably like me. You want the Nationals to win, but who do you think's going to win? I think that. I think the Astros are going to find a way to win this one. I mean, because I'm just not sold on what Scherzer is going to give them. So, I mean, I, I got to, if I had to bet some money, and I'm not really a betting guy, but if I did, I'd have to bet on the Astros. But, I mean, I'm going to root for the Nationals. Right. So. I I have a feeling that it's going to be probably Astros winning this too, unless Scherzer comes out and does kind of the bloody sock sort of performance, you know, mm-hmm. where um, – 
you know, he... And um, he's a tough cat, man. Oh, he I mean, is. I, I wouldn't put it past him. He's a bulldog, man. I yes, mean, you don't is. win multiple Cy Youngs not being that way. So um, well, he's going he's gonna to give it. I think know? for people who haven't watched Scherzer, you know, as a, like a home team type of guy for them, he is a fired up dude. He is a gamer. Um, I think for some people, they, they don't know what... I mean, I he is going to give it everything he's got you know that for sure so that should be fun to watch so yeah and his adrenaline is going to be going he's going to be fired up pumping his fists and everything and hopefully that gets him through whatever back problems he's been having and i'm sure that they've been working on him for a few days but uh i mean he'll probably be all right but you don't know I and mean, it's a question mark for sure yeah you know so yeah it's going to be interesting game sevens are fun in any sport but particularly in the world series yeah yeah all right well Everyone, uh, thank you very much for listening to this uh, episode. And uh, if you have any feedback for us, please uh, either email us at uh, doubletakecast, uh, doubletakefeedback um, at gmail.com or go to our Twitter or Facebook, which is doubletakecast, and uh, feel free to give us some responses there. And then we'll be putting together an, an, another kind of full-length episode coming up uh, probably by the weekend. All right? All right.